Let's get ready to podcast! Introducing your host, hailing from parts unknown, standing over five feet tall. He shaved his back for this, Jonathan Howell! And his co-host, living in a bunker deep underground in Texas, weighing in excess of 100 pounds. He lovingly taught you about a split diopter shot, Christopher Ramirez! Welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the Mission Impossible franchise one minute at a time. I'm Jonathan. I'm Chris. I'm Dave. And I'm Jonathan. And I'm Nathan. Hey! Welcome, guys, to the last week of episodes. The credits. The credits. The creme de la creme. This All the creme fine de la people creme. that made this fine film. All the fine people. We're going to talk over them and not mention them at all. And I should uh, mention, Jonathan, you said if you choose to accept it. It should you choose to accept it. <laughs> per, per Henry Cavill well, today, in, today it's an if in the first because, one. I mean, in the fallout. Yeah. yeah. It, today's an if because it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's credit It's episode, credits, so. yeah. Uh, I, we're doing I, didn't watch, I did not watch the credits, I'll be honest. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right, let me introduce everybody. Uh I don't have, because again, this is the credit, so a lot less effort goes into the <laughs> intros. So let me introduce everybody so everybody knows who the voices are. First voice to my left is Jonathan Carlisle. You know him from UHF 62nd, the Weird Al podcast, and also from the Princess Bride Minute. And also just because you know him from your ear holes, because he's awesome as a guest. He's on here. Yeah, and I was so at the beginning good. of the season with my mm-hmm. wife, You were at the beginning of the season. Yep, you are. You and Tabitha, your wife, were our first uh, guests. And I'm so glad that we can say UHS 62nd, and it's actually true now. It's actually Finally. live. Yeah, it's a real yeah. show. It's got live episodes. Go listen to them. They're really funny. Uh, second guest to my right is Dave Palace. Famous Dave Palace. Uh, famous for many things. I'll let him tell you. But he's been. He uh, he does great. Uh, great commentary on a great movie, Mystery Men, the five minutes of mystery. And he looks mysterious he does, today too. Yeah, he's been on. He's been on a million other podcasts. Like he does the the Groundhog Day minute. He did uh, <sighs> others. Honestly, <laughs> the, most of, yeah, I've, I've been on a lot of guests of a lot of been a guest of a lot of great shows, and I'm glad to be guesting here. Yeah, because you're a great guest. Thank you, I appreciate it. You always bring the heat, buddy. He's also it's so been, high. I wear my I wear my t shirt. He's also been hosting the, uh, the, the 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 trivia thing for for good. Yes, he's good hosting reasons. the the cystic fibrosis trivia. Yeah. Yes. matches. As of recording, yeah. the second game is up, so you can listen to people uh, uh, answer questions about UHF. Mm-hmm. I know there's another team in here right now, but just so you know, uh, the Dum Dum Squad's going to definitely win over the Carlisles and their. Well, uh, yeah. We've, and their other team. We're already. Oh, did you say? Oh, yeah. Did you already lose? Yeah. Don't tell me. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> okay. Oh, spoilers. Oh well. And our last guest, 
Last but not least is someone who's never been on the show. I thought, Ooh. hey, what a fun thing. Let's get someone who's a listener who's also related to me by marriage who's also <laughs> never been on the show. There's only one person for that, and that is my brother-in-law, Nathan Harvey. Nathan, <laughs> yeah. welcome. The El Cunado himself. The El Cunado himself. My brother-in-law, Nathan. The only person that texts me about the things that I did wrong more than Jonathan Carlyle. <laughs> it, it's either that or I, I can publicly shame you. I mean, I've got a list going of, of things I wanted to discuss. Yeah, I've know. known. Uh, we, uh, Nathan and I, have actually, we actually knew each other before our uh, wives got uh, married us, if that makes sense. Yes. They, we, we went to college at SMU together. Uh, I introduced him to his wife. No. And <laughs> no. And, uh, yeah, we've, I've, I've known him forever. So, so welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. I got nothing you're, else. So. That's okay. Your banter yeah. will get better. Yeah. So, so you're, 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 say, you're saying Nathan is also another SMU boy? Yes. Yeah. I, I was right. a year behind you guys. That's all right. Okay. Okay. That means you're two years behind Chris. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, oh. I was a year ahead of Jonathan. Okay. Yeah. It all works out. We're like a, we're like a big totem pole of SMU Mustangs. I just found out my nephew is going to SMU Law starting Thursday. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. Uh, Nathan's wife went to SMU. Yeah, oh, look at that. Her name's Amanda. We don't have to say it like we can't say their names. <laughs> Meredith's wife, Meredith's sister's name is Amanda. We call her Nathan's wife. Yeah, Nathan's <laughs> wife. Well, we call her Aunt. Uh, just so you guys know, it, it, their real nicknames are Aunt Meanie and Aunt Sorry. That's what the kids call them. <laughs> uh, he's got two boys. Oh, you've got two boys. They all get along, that kind of thing. Oh, speaking of which, before we recorded, we were uh, Nathan's, uh, my nephew, uh, Connor was going for his black belt. Ooh. Black belt? Black belt. Yes, his black belt. Uh, probationary black belt. So Did he pass? We believe so, but we find out for sure tomorrow. What What do you mean you find out tomorrow? It's a cliffhanger well, episode, a, man. They got to review the, the uh, sparring tape. Was there a written test wow. that they have to grade? No, the, there's a fighting test. So oh, yeah. yeah. Either way, well, this, this kid that, could probably kick all our butts. <laughs> well, that's a good place to start. Uh, the fighting Let's let's talk about fighting, Nathan. You've been, you're an expert now that you've been watching black belt uh, children, yeah, uh, children children with black belts fighting. That's close to uh, Tom Cruise size. We're in the credits now. The first set of credits. Um, we're not going to talk about its boom operators and makeup artists. <laughs> what I wanted to talk to you guys about is what in this movie was your favorite fight scene? There was a lot of weird fight scenes and i know some of you've been on recently and so you got more fighting than when in your minutes but i don't mean the minutes you had i mean in the whole this whole movie what stands out to you guys as your favorite scenes as as uh, as listeners to the show i think i would say probably the motorcycle like shootout because i don't think in american cinema i had thought of seeing like, i don't i don't remember seeing that many motorcycle like action scenes in the 90s i i got um i think the rock might have had i think it had one uh nicholas cage might have been chasing yeah but it was one motorcycle in that one here you're talking like you said like multiple motorcycles and and, and, and cars a, it's not yeah, just a cars, chase scene yeah. it's, it's a shootout yeah. as well i think was this before torque oh god yeah, oh, yeah. Torque was like okay. 2003 i think maybe 2004 because that was yeah that was definitely the answer to fast and furious so like we need we can get a cheap racing movie out fast i i remember it was like I remember, like, uh, that, like, within a year was, like, you got served, Fast and Furious, and Torque. All these, like, like and crazy Don't names. forget Biker Boys. And Biker Boys. Yeah, all these crazy names all, all came out, like, a year I was in high it's school. It's funny that they all came out around the same time because they, 
they are the movies that the music for this movie was really for. Yeah. <laughs> all the music in this movie is like for all those movies. If if you had told me that Smash Mouth did the music for for Biker Boys, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Instead, and and the Metallica song, I'm like, yeah, that should have been in a it should have been like that, Fast that, and the Furious or something. Yeah, it 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 doesn't quite. I mean, I love it. I love having the good songs in this movie, but it, they don't fit. Like right now in the in the scene that we have, I have playing on a loop in the background. It's just Metallica playing, which is awesome. I disappear. I disappear. Just hearing yeah 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 it's in the background yeah, yeah. over and over. Well yeah, yeah that was you, the first song I pirated. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jonathan, you said this song is awesome, but how does that rank in like the the Metallica rankings? Because oh the oeuvre, yeah, oeuvre of my Um, it doesn't. It's it's a movie song. Yeah. I think that there's five to six other Metallica songs that I like better. But how, how does it how does it, it rank in the in the oeuvre of Mission Impossible music? Dead last. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dead last. What, no, what's number it's also, one? Because it's not one. It's not a theme song. No, it's just a song in the movie. A song is, inspired by. Is it the in soundtrack. the movie or is it just inspired by the movie? No, it's, it's inspired by. Yeah, but it's in the. I wish it was credits, in the movie. You know. Yeah, and and, and to get an Oscar, you have to be at least at the first song after the credits. You get to be considered. Can you imagine the if they'd won an Oscar for this? <laughs> <laughs> Better them than 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 Limp Biscuit. Well, yeah, but that's the lesser of two evils. I mean, lesser of two evils, two weevils. I, I, I've been watching Master, Master Commander, Commander exactly. I I will say like it's definitely unique. I'll definitely give Limp Bizkit's take on the theme unique because like oh, yeah. doing like a that. thrash metal version of like a, a soundtrack that you've heard for decades, like everyone kind of knows that theme. It's like even before the first movie came out, somehow we all just knew as even as kids, you play the Mission Impossible theme, you know. You're about to do some sneaky spy stuff. It was just... Well, they also had it in. I noticed it was in. I was watching the other day. It was in Wayne's World, where, oh. where they're doing where they're doing the sneaking into the television station. It's also an airplane in Airplane Two. They they made oh. or at least Airplane Two. They made the Mission Impossible jokes with uh, Peter Graves. He's trying to shut down the computer, and all of a sudden, this green smoke comes out of the, the yeah. air conditioning, and he's like, "You hear the Mission Impossible theme come in, and everything." That makes so, yeah. sense, probably, because yeah, yeah, I remember as a kid, like. They got played a lot. Of oh, yeah. That theme got played a lot between the 80s and the 90s before the first movie because it was like in, you know, multiple, multiple movies. I kind of make you guys want to know what yeah. the uh, songs were that were up for Oscars in the 2000 Oscars? Yeah. What were uh, they? Sure. Against it. Uh, Meet the Parents, A Fool in Love by Randy, Randy Newman. Newman. Meet yeah, the Parents for the same years as well. Yeah. Yeah. The Emperor's New Groove, My Funny Friend and Me. Okay. Sting. Dancer in the Dark. Uh, the movie, and then the song was "I've Seen It All" by Bjork. That was the that was the Swan Year. In Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, A Love Before Time, and then the thing that won was Bob Dylan's "Things Have Changed" from Wonder, Wonder Boys. Boys. Yeah, that was a good song. That's though. crazy. That thing from from Wonder Boys is really good. Yeah, those are good songs. Yeah. That they should never have. I mean, Metallica and or Smash Mouth. And, and for you to put the Metallica them. song "Dead Last" in the Mission Impossible over 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 Kanye West's horrible impossible song that's i don't remember kanye west okay one. wait what are we saying here are we saying theme music or are we saying cheesy song that cheesy song that, that is used movie? in the movie that's different okay. i that's not what i was thinking <laughs> okay. i thought you meant against no not like, against like 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 giankino's score elfman's score no that's what i was yeah. thinking no, no, no. who's the guy from uh fallout lauren something um lauren uh balfa balfa yeah. honestly his and steps he, ahead i wish his steps ahead was 10 hours long 
because it's so good. <laughs> it's only like 45 seconds long, and it's just so good. I'm like, just loop it. Just loop that yeah. bad boy. It's so good. Dun, yeah, dun, he's dun, he's dun, one dun. of those proteges from, from Hans Zimmer, too. Yeah. Yeah, so. Hmm. I feel it. Oh, hey, while I have you here, I wanted, since uh, one of my famous things I've been doing here in our CFF cage match is I have the... Uh, the uh, movie Leonard guide. Moulton's movie, the guide. Leonard Mo- movie guide. So I'll read you. <clears throat> Cruz is called in into Sydney when a ruthless renegade spy captures a virus and its antidote and murders its creator. Cruz looks great, <laughs> performs nifty martial arts stunts, and engages in hair raising, car, and motorcycle chases. But there isn't a character to care about or a story worth two hours' time. After a while, it's simply boring. In spite of Wu's flamboyant treatment and a script by Robert Town. Anthony Hopkins, appe- Hopkins appears on Build uh, PG thirteen. Uh, he gave it yet yeah, two stars, which is I think very giving. He could have given that one and a half, and nobody <laughs> upset with it because he gave Mission Impossible original two and a half, and he gave Mission Impossible three, uh, three, and, and Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. He gave it three and a half. So he is he does see the trend. He does see that the the, the franchise is improving, which is nice. Yeah, but that the fact that he gave one. Two and a half, and this one two. Yeah, he should have went one and a half, one and a half, if not bomb. Like, but I guess maybe like, I guess he saw like the money trend. It was like, oh, it's making money, so and that's yeah, it's hard to look at the two thousands. He also didn't be- want to stop going to the press junkets either, probably. Mm. <laughs> no, can't. Uh, he, he's not going to get called out by uh, Mel Gibson in a bathroom. No, <laughs> you are. Who would be dumb enough to call out Mel Gibson in a bathroom? Me. Well, Mel Gibson called you out in a bathroom. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but after he after, called after. him out. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. After I called him out. I've only seen, the only famous person I've ever seen in the bathroom was uh, uh, Samwise Gamgee. Oh, 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 I saw all the hobbits in the bathroom at the, at the Chinese theater at the episode two premiere. That you was were fun. in the bathroom with them. Yes, they were all in there at the same time. I don't know why they all what's went together. The, you, what's up with you in the bathroom? And, <laughs> I, I don't and know. It was, it was Chinese theater, man, and they were. There was a big bathroom. We'd all <laughs> it was been in, Chinese theater, so you saw the movie, and then you were hungry. No, no, again? no. I we mean, were what, we were all in line for like like a week. Is what it felt like in order assume, to get into that first show. I assume maybe all of them went together as like a uh, you know like we can't get separated by other uh, paparazzi if we just like keep as a group. Like to keep the group mentality. Yeah, because I mean, it was it was well, just also they're it, so tiny. It was they're just tiny. Frodo and, and and Sam, and then the other two guys, Dominic Monaghan and uh, Mary and, and Pippin. Pippin. Yeah, Mary. Yes, yeah, so I know the character names right. <laughs> uh, I'm watching it with my. I'm watching the extended cut with my older son right now. It's four hours. Each one's four hours. Yeah, four hours. We we did that once. We did a bender. At least you're home to did. watch them. We did the trilogy extended, and I remember like having a migraine by the end of Return. It was just like. Your eyes just get glazed over. You're like, I know. We're an like, hour and 45 minutes in, and we're like, well, another two hours and 15 minutes to go. We'll, we'll be done with this movie. Oh, my, oh. my son turned turned to me in the, at the beginning of Lion, middle of Lion King, the live action one. is like, how much longer is this? Wow, <laughs> really? Yeah, I've but he likes the, the cartoon. One. So the he, the cartoon was more entertaining, I think, to him. The yeah. cartoon is great. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen the new one, but it's like, I don't need to. The, the cartoon is great. Like, the, the movie's like 30 minutes longer than the cartoon. So I guess he was at the point where he's like, it should be over now, shouldn't it? <laughs> now, I that's know there was one. That's weird. good. That brings up a good subject. Do you think they will ever, Paramount will ever get on the bandwagon? They're now doing a cartoon for Star Trek. Do you think they'll do a Mission Impossible cartoon like they were going to do a while, a long time ago? Remember they like had some vague Mission Impossible cartoon kind of started. Kind of, It's one of those half-assed things, kind of like they did Stargate for like a hot second. 
they were trying to come up with. They're like, I don't know, put guy that looks kind of like Tom Cruise with yeah. guy that kind of looks like uh, uh, Ving Rhames. I mean, SG One with uh, with MacGyver that 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 had a cult following. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean a cartoon. Though. Oh, cartoon. Did they yeah, ever yeah, make yeah. a cartoon? I don't know if, about a cartoon, yeah. but I, I can see them doing like an Amazon series about the Impossible Mission Force. You know, where they could get like you know they about can the pay. Facebook group. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. It's just no, me going. Oh, the real IMF. Joke. You know, no, the look movie at this. It's, just, it's PowerPoint slide. Look at this yeah. joke. No, look at this one. John, Jonathan's <laughs> going to play Mr. Phelps. Uh, they're really stretching great. for ideas if but, they're if they're streaming out. An idea off of you guys. I would love it if <laughs> if they do a cartoon. I think it would be fun is if they could do like a Bruno thing, maybe you know, like have Tom Cruise somehow related in a live action piece, and then we cut to our our animated characters in some way. I it mean, would like, probably be Ving Rhames. You know, he's always willing to sit down fine. to make money. Fine, Vin, I'm fine with that. Vin Rhames or, or Simon Pegg, he would easily do it. Oh, Simon Pegg's on that boy show that's on Amazon. I just watched it. Great. Yeah. I didn't realize it. Um, because uh, I'm reading the comics as well. Yeah, the main character is they clearly wrote Simon Pegg yeah, as the main character. Huey. Yeah. Huey. And it's like and so to have him at least play the father of Huey in the show is yeah. really cool. I think so too. Anyway, yeah, side side notes. But yeah, but yeah I, I mean think, I could see them trying to do something like that, but it doesn't to me it doesn't lend itself as easily to to a, a cartoon. But I know we talked a few weeks ago about the idea of like the the office workers of the IMF sort of mm-hmm. like a like an office show but with the IMF people in the background. Well not the IMF people you like there's yeah. never anyone famous. No. It's always the it's always like the lower it's the guy who has to rooms. like fake the passport yep. and or send something like where Benji or, used to work. Mm. Yeah, or take care of like when they blow up a car and they're like, well we gotta call their insurance and we gotta <laughs> exactly. make sure that they get <laughs> yeah. they get reimbursed. That's the best show. That that's a great idea. Just, that, although like it's just the office. Of that. I don't know if it's funny. It's just the office. But so it's set like, in that world I think that would be pretty funny. Well there's yeah. enough a, there's enough explosions that you get coverage inter- attorneys involved, and that's mm-hmm. just exciting right there. They could have someone who can explain to me what stock options are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that I I texted you a few times, and I I was yelling at my radio listening. There we go. Explain. That's that's yeah. a good podcast when you're that's, yelling at your radio. <laughs> you <laughs> fools! You don't know what you're talking about. And the more you talked about it, the more my, my brain hurt. I'm like, oh, please just stop. Just move on to something else. Hey, Luther, I've become an investment banker. <laughs> it's basically just Billy running around with funds. And orange juice holdings, you know. And they never wrapped up. They never wrapped up uh, John C. McCloy's uh, business. They mm-hmm. never. Uh, you'll, you'll, uh, I'll cut this part out, but there is, we talk about it. It is in the uh, script. There is a voiceover. It's done in voiceover <laughs> in the script. Is it during like the uh, the the the, with the him and her at the end they're hugging and they're at like Sydney? right before they get to the park uh-huh. the park with the balloons? Yeah, uh, there's like a voice where it's like uh, BioSite has been r- racketeering and blah, 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 insider trading and you know it like it like talks about their value of their stock going to zero. I mean, yeah, do that or do a, a small little montage or something. Have something on the up. TV in the background, like in in the last Mission Impossible. <laughs> Yeah, just have yeah have Wolf Blitzer or somebody just say something yeah small. Man. Wolf Blitzer would be awesome. It would be awesome if they'd gotten him back then and then brought him back. Yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> now, staying on the options, I won't go into everything that you guys did wrong on options oh and explaining God. them out. But I will everything say I this: did wrong every week. <laughs> I will say this: that you need to remember this came out in two thousand, uh-huh. and so the reason they went with options is because everyone was talking about options. They even had a Simpsons where. 
where Bart and Milhouse were pulling off a whole roll of options as toilet paper. So oh, I remember that. That's, that's yeah. why they used options and not just <clears throat> stock. Was it because of the online everything's exceed, yeah. the bubble? It was the, the big it was the big run up for okay. the dot coms and Y two K blow up and you it's know. pre it's pre nine eleven. We all know. Yeah. yeah. Everything changed after that. Yeah. Everything changed. All right, well, this is a great place to end uh, this episode. We will come back tomorrow, talk some more. Maybe we'll have another question. Maybe we'll have another cartoon idea. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. And until then, I've been Jonathan. I've been Chris. I've been Dave. I've been Jonathan. I'm still Nathan. Uh, Nathan, you get to do it first. Do what first? <laughs> this minute will self-destruct. Oh, this minute Boom. will self-destruct in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> Bang. Kapow. See you next time. Bye.